Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Good morning. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. We found a couple of people walking along the side hey. of the road and thought just, we'd bring them on in. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, we so were just in the Yeah, we're all about connecting with people. We said, hey, let's connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got Dr. Richard and Miss Rhonda Moore here with us today, and we are excited Amen. to introduce yes. you to them. Um, and you can connect with us anytime on connectionshow.org and rehear this interview and learn more about them again and again yeah. share it with friends and it's going to be exciting yes if you got any prayer requests or comments or just tell us hey we're listening or watching from wherever go to connectionshow.org and just tune in send us a message and uh, or if you just got some questions that you'd like to hear answered at some point or maybe some communication back just go there and uh, we'll connect with you so uh, we just welcome you guys. I'm so yeah, glad. I've been looking welcome. forward to this day and yes. uh, having you with us on Connection. And uh, we just want to hear what all the Lord is doing and, you know, what what's up with you guys. Yeah, so. well, Pastor, first, thanks for having us on. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. so great to be with you guys and especially looking forward to tomorrow. Yes, and have amen. a great yeah. time at the church tomorrow. And you know amen. what? We have, you know, we just, you know, we're on the road like 300 days a year. Yes. You know, and um, and that all come about because in January of 1990, the Lord touched me. Amen. And because I got so hungry for the Lord. You know, the Bible says in Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 13, he said, God promised us. He said, if we seek him yes. and with search for him heart. with all of our hearts, yeah. that we'd find him. Amen. God promised us that we'd find him. One translation says, I will allow you to find me. And yeah. so I just went on a search. And, you know, part, partly, you know, part of our testimony is that the first five years of, of my ministry, you know, I entered the ministry in 1985. So I don't really count the first five years because nothing happened. <laughs> you know, nothing. I mean, I'm an evangelist and evangelist is supposed to get people saved and nobody gets saved. You know, I would, I would it's sort of funny, but it's, it's sad too because I would I go around the country for five years having miracle crusades I just didn't have any miracles. <laughs> so so I, I, can, I can testify to having a miracle ministry with no miracles. And so I, uh, it caused me to go on a search. Actually, yeah. first, I asked the Lord to get out of the ministry because I felt like a phony because I'm going to these churches talking about how we're going to have a move of God and nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the only miracle we had is that, you know, somebody would come back the next night. So, you know... <laughs> That was, you know, that's, that's the only miracles we I've saw. I've had some of those yeah. miracles, yeah. Those miracles yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, so I, uh, I asked the Lord, I said, you know, can I get out of the ministry? You know, because, of course, we're here in North Carolina, which is NASCAR country. Yeah. You know, my, my family drove race cars for a living, you know. I mean, yeah. that was the, my grandfather and uncle, professional race car drivers. So I grew up at the racetrack. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, for the first 15 years of my life. So that was my dream myself. I, I ate it, slept it, drank it. I was going to drive race cars. And um, so I said to the Lord, I said, look, I have a miracle ministry, no miracles. Nobody's getting saved. Nobody's getting healed, you know. And uh, so can I just get out of the?" I wasn't upset with the Lord. Yeah. You know, and um, so I just asked the Lord, can I get out of the ministry and let driving race cars be my platform? And uh, obviously the Lord said no. And so I said, Lord, you have to do something in me. Yeah. So I just applied yeah. Jeremiah 29, 13 to my life. And for about a year and a half, went on a search. And in that search, I met my gorgeous wife. Amen. And, um, and then we uh, met Dr. Rodney Howard Brown at the same time. 
yeah. and, um, and and then we begin to travel with him. And uh, the revival broke out, and uh, the fire of God began to fall. Yeah. But nothing was happening with me. <laughs> and it, it, the, the spirit of God was touching that everybody feels else. Feels awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it? the fire when of God. Everybody was so else wet. is being touched <laughs> by oh, yeah. it, but you're yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting around. I'm great. looking around. I mean. Talking about wet wood, I mean, I was wet wood, you know, I mean, looking around, I mean, everybody else getting touched, I'm watching the fire of God hit people, and, oh. and nothing happened to me, nothing. Yeah. And um, matter of fact, I even remember one time asking Rodney, I said, well, why come nothing's happened to me? And he said to me, you got to get hungry. And I'm like, get hungry? <laughs> what are you talking about, get hungry? I'm driving in my, uh, with my wife, we not even married a year. I'm, I'm traveling in a little Ford Tempo, didn't even have cruise control. I'm we're falling, going all over the country, you know, I mean, from Kentucky to California to Oregon to Rhode Island to Florida to Texas. I mean, driving all over the country. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean get hungry? <laughs> I am hungry. And so his great response was, well, get hungrier. And I'm like... <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, that well, he don't really like even know. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what's so crazy today yeah. is that I look, people come to me and they say, well, how come anything happened to me? And I said, well, you've got to get hungry. And they'll say, well, I am hungry. And I'll be like, you've got to get, get hungry. hungry. And I see yeah. the look on their face and it must be like the yeah. same look I had. I mean, I, I'm sure they're probably thinking, you know what? He don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, you have to be hungry. Hung, hunger's the key. Yeah. All throughout the word of God, you'll see one common theme, and that theme is seek the Lord. Yeah. I mean, Amos, yeah. Amos chapter, I think, I believe it's Amos 4 or 5. Seek me and you'll live. Mm. I mean, what is it? Hebrews chapter 11, what is it? 11 verse 6, yeah. that God is a rewarder Warder. of those who diligently seek him. So yeah. God wants us to come after him. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some things that God will only reveal and show to those yeah. who come after him. Right. But he promised us if we seek him, we'd find him. Okay. And I sought him and, and for a year and a half and I cried out to the Lord. And, um, and I can tell you that, whew, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been able to share it for, 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 <laughs> <laughs> for many years now, yeah. since 1990, because you know, a testimony, Pastor. I mean, I feel it now. Yeah. A testimony is alive. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And so, a true testimony is that every time you go to share that testimony, you relive it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what happens to me. I mean, here it is, 2017. In 1990, the fire of God fell on me, and here, here it is, all these years now, 27 years. Yeah. And. It still happens. Yeah. So I actually have to, when I go to tell it, to hit around it. Yeah. Because if I start to go into it, the same thing happens again. And that's what happens in the meetings. Yeah. Okay. I'll just share my testimony and the fire of God falls. Yeah. And the fire of God starts hitting the auditorium and starts hitting Praise people. God. And because that is part of, that's what, that, listen, that should be our mark as Christians, fire. Mm -hmm. Because what did John say to Jesus? He said, what did John say about Jesus? When he comes, he will baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Yes. Yeah. And I find the one missing thing with many Christians today is no fire. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. fire should be our mark. It should be the very thing that we are branded by, Amen. the yeah. fire of God. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I find that the, the two things I, 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 I see in Christian, because my wife and I, we travel all over the world. 
you know, we've been to 40, 40, uh, soon to be 45 nations of the world. It'd be 65 times we crossed the ocean. Wow. Wow. And, um, but I see that there's one common thing, no matter where we are, in America or any other part of the world, there's one common thing I find, two things actually. Number one, there's a lack of fire. Mm. And number two, I find a lot of Christians, and this is what we'll be talking about tomorrow. Yeah. I felt like the Lord shared with, spoke with me this morning. Then uh, there's, there's no fire. And number two, there's a lot of Christians have a lot of information about God. Mm-hmm. But they don't yeah. know Him. Yeah. And Christianity is about knowing the Father. Yeah. Christianity is not about having information. I mean, there's tons of theologians have a lot of information about God, but they don't know Him. Yeah. yeah. But it's only those that know Him will go into a place and people will come in sick and they'll leave healed. Yeah. Having yeah. information about God don't get you healed. That's, that's right. right. Knowing Him. Amen. And, and that's really what Christianity is all about, knowing the Father. Remember what Jesus said to Mary when Jesus, as, yeah. after He's resurrected, remember he said to Mary, He said, don't touch me. Why? Because I'm ascending to my Father mm-hmm. and to your Father to my God and to your God. So Jesus was saying, my God is your God. My Father is your Father. And as a result of my res- uh, resurrection, you can know Him personally. Yeah. And you yeah. can know Him intimately. Yeah. And God wants us to know Him. Yes. That's why He says throughout the Word of God, Deuteronomy, with Deuteronomy, He says to us, draw nigh to me, yes. and I'll draw nigh to you. Yeah. But notice that the, the, it's always God leaves it up to us. Yeah, God leaves the seeking up to us. That's right. I wanted to, I, I, I got an idea where the rest of this is going to go to. Yeah. And I want to set up, if you're listening to this, if you're hearing this or watching this today, I want to, I want to set you up because I found that the same thing happened with me. Is the Jeremiah 29, <clears throat> Jeremiah 24, 7. The Lord led me to the exact same scriptures. And I want to read them because if you're listening to this, you're saying, you know what? I need more God. Yeah. I need something. I'm, I, I, need, I, I feel like I need to move into hungry and hungrier, like Richard was saying. <laughs> is Then this is for you today. And right now I want to give you these promises, not from us, but from the Lord. Let me give you this. This is Jeremiah 24, 7. I will give them a heart to know me. For I am the Lord, and they will be my people, and I will be their God. For they will return to me with their whole heart. So when we return to Him with our whole heart, the Lord will meet us at that place. And then the verse that you said was Jeremiah 29, and I'll just read it 11 through 14. You've heard this, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me. You will come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. This is God promising you. I'll listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And then the beginning of verse 14 says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And then let me wrap it up with this. Over in Matthew Uh, chapter 5 and it says this uh, verse 6 blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied or they will be filled Mm -hmm. so when you go after the Lord with all your heart 
and you start hungering and thirsting for him. And if you don't find what you're looking for, you find those places of hunger and thirst that are hungrier and thirstier, yeah. you know, yeah. more thirsty, more hungry, and you keep going after him. You will find God. I've seen that. I know y'all seen that. And I'm telling you, if you are connecting with us today, yes. the whole point of this show is for you to connect with Jesus. That's what Jesus really wants, and he wants to connect with you. He's sitting there waiting on you to just get hungry so that he can fill you. Amen. Yes, right. exactly right. And you know, the thing about hunger as well is hunger is an action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, in all of our in all of our revivals, you know, because when 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 I had an encounter with God, which is, which is another theme that you find throughout the Word of God. Yeah. Because you look at the individuals, not just in the Word of God, but throughout history, Christian history, those that God has used to shake nations, those that God has used to literally turn the course of generations, which we're at a time in America where with this younger generation, it needs to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But yet you look at all of the individuals that God has used to literally change the course of generations. They've all been individuals who at some time, apart from being born again, they've all been individuals who at some time in their life had an encounter with God. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, can, I can just name them. I mean, Charles Finney, who was an incredible revivalist. Yeah. Charles Finney, he was praying by the fireplace and the fire of God came on. He actually thought that coals of fire were, were being <laughs> popped out of the, out of the fire and, yes. and fallen on him, but it was fire from heaven. I mean, you look at Kenneth Hagin, yeah. Who was an incredible man of God? You look at A. E. Allen. I mean, A. E. Allen had arm, had limbs grow out. Yeah. But yet, A. E. Allen got so hungry for God, is that he he came home one day and he said to his wife, he said, "I'm going into the closet. I'm crying out to God. I either come out a man that's been yes. touched by God, or I'll come out dead." Yeah. And he went into his closet, and for 15 days, obviously he had water, but for 15 days he cried out to God. Yeah. And then the Lord appeared to mm -hmm. him in his closet and touched him. So. That's hunger is an action. Yeah. I mean, we can go on down the line. I mean, other individuals that God has used, my Smith Wigglesworth. I mean, yeah. John Alexander Dowie. I mean, uh, Jonathan Whitfield, George, uh, George Ed, I mean, I'm sorry, Jonathan Edwards, George yeah. Whitfield, Peter Cartwright. All these individuals had incredible, uh, Maria Woodworth Edder, Amy Simple McPherson, yeah. you know, I mean, Catherine Kuhlman. Yeah. I mean, she had an encounter with God. I mean, yeah. and Catherine, listen, Catherine Kuhlman, she got more people healed on accident than many preachers do today <laughs> on purpose. I mean, and so, but she had an yeah. encounter with God. And so, and that's, that, so that's all a part of the seeking and that's all a part of being hungry. But when you are hungry, you don't just talk about it. Yeah. You go after it. Yeah. Hunger is an action. And, and I can see in the meetings, I mean, like tomorrow in the church, you'll, you'll find those that are hungry. Yeah. And you know, hungry people come out. Hungry people put things that they desire or things they were yeah. going to do to the side. Mm -hmm. They push them aside and they do the very thing is that really hungry is, hungry is, is seek the Father, yeah. which really is the very centerpiece of Christianity. Yes. What did Jesus say? He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God yeah. and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. So seeking God yes. is the very centerpiece of Christianity and, mm -hmm. and, and, and hunger is an action. It's not just talking about it, it's going after it. Yes. I actually, I heard one great man say, the most dangerous person there is is somebody that's hungry for God. Yeah. Because hunger is gonna cause you to come after him. Right. And you know, and that's really what my wife and I did for, I mean, we, 
we I cried out to him for a year and a half, and then for about eight months, when I mean, we travel, we traveled the country, and I was Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, and I'm crying out, Lord, I'm so hungry for you, I'm so hungry for you, and you know what? And we can get, we'll get into it maybe in another time. I don't know if we have time now, but God also tests us, and the Lord tested me. He tested me, and I uh, I can just I can just tell you that. Well, I'm going to share what happened with we. Uh, it was in December because the Lord touched me in January, and it was in December, and uh, I said to Rodney, I said, "So where are we going next?" He said, "Well, we're heading to Pennsylvania, Apollo, Pennsylvania," and I didn't have no money because I'm not getting I'm not getting paid. Now he's being gracious and blessing us each month, but when I when, in January when we, we came came to him because when we first started traveling with. Um, with Rodney, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, the revival hadn't broke out yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the revival broke out. And we saw what was happening and how the glory of God was just coming and how miracles began to pop like popcorn. And, and, and it was really the most incredible thing. Mm-hmm. It was so, so amazing. It was the book of Acts. Yeah. It's like being in the upper room. Yeah. And um, so I, I said to my wife, I said, I'm a dead preacher. I said, and we're going to come after the things of God. And so I said, to, I remember standing outside of the hotel, downtown Tulsa. I said to, I said to Rodney, I said, we're going to travel with you. He didn't invite us. I said, we're, <laughs> we're, coming, we're coming after it. He said, I can't pay you. I said to him, I said, when I'm after money, can't buy. Amen. Yeah. And, and then we traveled, you know, a little Ford Tempo, mm-hmm. no cruise control, all over the nation for, for eight months. We were on the floor at Winter Bible Camp Meeting with Kenneth Hagen, and yeah. the Lord spoke to both of us that we would go and we would travel. Mm. And so we knew that they had something that we needed. Mm. But yeah. you know, the Bible says that He makes His ministers as flames of fire. You yes. know, some are called, some are sent, some just take a mic and went. Yeah. But it says the Holy Ghost and fire, yeah. and it's the fire. That's what marks the 20th century ministers of the gospel that we must have yeah. the fire of God that's how we're going to reach the millennials that's how we're going to get the job done in this last day and so it's the fire of God that burns out on the inside of us mm-hmm. inside yeah. of the minister so yeah. that you have a pure heart and clean hands before the father yeah. and that you can speak as the oracles of heaven and yeah. as a pen of a ready writer because you're allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through you because if you're full of a lot of things and see yeah. people come to revival and they have preconceptions of what really revival is well revival is coming back to your first love yeah. and that's the message that we carry coming back to your first love preaching on the book of revelations and about the churches yeah. and, and how that the different churches the seven churches and how jesus you know reprimanded them and, yeah. and he said you've done all this right but you've You've lost your first love. Yeah. And yeah. so we are the church. We are the body of Christ. We are the ones. We are his hands. We are his feet. And we are the ones to get the job done. Amen. We've got to let that fire burn on the inside of us yeah. so that we may decrease, that he may increase on the inside of us so we yeah. can be the mouthpiece. Because a lot of things are taking our time, taking our energy. We've got a lot of social media. It's wonderful. But literally, you go to pray with your phone. Yeah. You look at, you're looking at all your social media. It's right. taking 
seeing you. You know, the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, yeah. and Jesus came to give life and That's give right. life more abundantly, and that we would seek him and be on our face before the Lord and truly, you know, push things away. You know, there's a scripture that says, beware of their deceitful dainties. Take thy knife and thy fork to thy throat. Okay, yeah. well, there are things <laughs> in our environment that we need to take our yeah. knife and our fork yeah. and get them out of the way, just like we, our appetite, um, that we push things away and that we allow the Spirit yeah. of God to, to speak to our hearts of what's good and discipline our flesh, you know, because mm -hmm. we can become very flesh-minded. How would y'all, this fire and this hunger, how does it play uh, with comfort and logic in today's world? <laughs> Well, it, it, it Here's doesn't. Here's Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't. Yeah. Amen. Because they're, they're, they fight each other. Yeah. yeah. And so you just really, you just really have to just take the desires and the things of the flesh, and just crucify them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to make God your number one priority. Yeah. He has to be the number one priority, and you just come after Him. I mean. Listen, it's not easy. I mean, uh, hunger is not being hungry for the things of God. I mean, because, uh, perfect example, during the revivals, during the meetings, people, you know what, they get up at five in the morning, they go to work, they work hard. Mm -hmm. They work eight, 10 hours a day. They're coming home at six o'clock mm -hmm. and there's a service at seven o'clock. You know what, their body screams. Feed me. Yeah. I want to rest. Yeah. Yeah. The revival's going on all week, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. I have plenty of time to make the meetings. Yeah. But you know what hunger says? H hunger Doesn't says, yeah. no, God's first. That's right. I'm going to that meeting. Yeah. I don't care that I am hungry. I'm going to take a shower, yeah. maybe get a little bite, and I'm going to that meeting. I'm going to be in that meeting because everything that I'm after is there. Yeah. You know, it's really like with the paralyzed man in Luke chapter 5. Yeah. You know what? He was paralyzed. His friends carried him, and they said, there's no more room for you. You know what? He was faced with a yeah. decision. Yeah. Just like everybody is faced with a decision because coming after God is decision is a decision. Right. Seeking God is, deci is yeah. a decision. Believing God is a decision. Yes. I mean, people say, well, I don't know if I believe that. No, you choose not to believe That's it. That's right. Okay. You know, I, mean, I was on the airplane one time with a lady and she told me she was an atheist. <laughs> I said, actually, there's no such thing. Right. I, I said, no, you choose to believe there's no God. So. Hunger is a choice. Yes. You got to make the decision. You know what? I'm going to press into the things of God. I'm going to come after Him. And you know, the, the paralyzed man. You know, they said to him, "There's no more room." Well, I'm sure those that were carrying him around said, "Well, what do you want to do? There's no more, more room." You know what? He said, "My miracle is in that house, yes. and I'm getting in there. No matter what we have to do, if we have to get destructive." Yeah. I'm getting in there. You know what? They did get destructive because yeah. they went up on top of the house. They made a big enough hole in the, in, in, in the roof yeah. and they let him down through the hole. You know what? Hungry people, and I'll say this, hungry people irritate satisfied people. That's right. That's right. They do. Yeah. They irritate him. Just like Christians that are on fire yeah. irritate those that are not. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and so hunger, you just got to make the decision. You know what? I'm going because everything I'm after is there. And God promised me, if I come after Him, He promised me that He'd let me find Him. Yeah. Amen. And I'm going after Him. I'm mm -hmm. putting the things of the flesh to the side and I'm going. So hungry people, you know, irritate satisfied people. One of the, I think one of the best questions we can ask ourselves is, is if something is irritating us, is it because I'm not hungry? Is it because somebody else is? 
you know, uh, what is it that's irritating me about that situation? Is it a piece of the flavor? We see that all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's probably a whole bunch of people look, looking up at that roof going, what are they doing? I can't believe that. How rude for yeah. them. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and they got angry. You know yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they, 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 because they leaned to the things of the flesh. Yes. Mm -hmm. How can they be so destructive? That yeah. man just that man just built this home. Yeah. Now he's going to have to repair that, and that's going to cost that's going to cost money. Yeah. yeah. But he's the one who walked yeah. out of that's there. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. if you look at that scripture, actually the Bible says in 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 verse 17, if you look at that scripture, the Bible says that the religious leaders were there, the yeah. Pharisees were there, and then the Bible says at the end of verse 17, and the power of the Lord was present. To yes. heal them, yeah. But you keep on reading. And I read that one day because a lot of times, in, in, in you know, because we, my wife and I, we've done over seven thousand revivals, right? Since nineteen ninety, that's a lot of revivals. Yeah. I mean, we we would average for twenty five years, we'd average twenty five, uh, we'd average almost five hundred meetings a year. Wow. You know, that's a lot of meetings because yeah. we do two services a day, right? And all the meetings go from, you know, from one to seven weeks, yeah. two services a day. And so a lot of times in the morning meetings, I would teach on the anointing or teach on the subject of divine healing. So you look at that scripture, and one morning I was reading, uh, it, I was in a service, and uh, I was reading the whole passage. And when I got down at the end, the Lord said to me, He said, did you notice that them, that them didn't get it? Because the Bible says the power <laughs> of the Lord is present to heal them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. sa he said, did you notice them didn't get it? And He said, who got it? The hungry man, the yeah. one that was hungry, the one that was willing to do yeah. whatever it took, Take it back whether if he was going, whether for what he did, they could have put him in jail. Yeah, yeah. for what he did, but yet he didn't care. He yeah. was so single-minded, he was so desperate, he was so hungry. I'm getting in there. Whatever I have to do, yeah. I'm getting in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Bible says it pleased the Lord. Yeah, amen. Yeah, because faith is an action. Hunger, right. hunger is an action. Faith is an action, and God looks for that. I've really, over the last little bit, I've really, uh, the Lord's been talking to me about hunger. And uh, He's sh been showing me how I needed to get hungrier, you know. And But compared to a lot of people, I'm already hungry. Yes. You know, yeah. I'm already yeah. one of those weird There's guys. levels of hunger. There's yeah. levels of, but He's been showing me there's, I need to be even hungry. And we've talked some about yeah. that and yeah. what we've been up to. And, um, and He's meeting us. He's meeting us in those places. And you know, we're, we're getting ready to wrap this up. And I know, I, I, and this is kind of funny, I hope that we have caused some hunger for people to hear mm -hmm. what actually happened after you got hungry. Yeah. Yes. So mm -hmm. we'll yeah. share that next week. Yeah. Yay. If you're hungry, you'll <laughs> come back. Yeah. 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 No, next yeah. week I want you to share after you got hungrier. Yes. Uh, right. What happened? What happened? What happened? I want to hear about that. And That's I know right. it's going to be good. But yeah. I, you know, we, here's the thing. When you get hungry and when you get thirsty for the things of God, God will meet you. That's right. He will meet you. He makes that promise. And that's not just for Richard and Rhonda. That's not just for Brian and Nicole. That's for anybody who will accept that. And so right now, if you're sitting there, you're listening to this, you're driving, you're watching at your computer, wherever you're hearing this, if you get hungry for God, He will meet you at that place. That's right. You just give him all of your heart and he's waiting on that. He's looking, his eyes are going throughout the whole earth looking for someone that he can show himself strong 
on their behalf, whose heart is pure and perfect towards Him. That's you. Yes. That can be you, right. even yeah, if it's right. not right now. That's that right. can be you. Right. He can show Himself strong on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And so right now as we just wrap up, I just, just pray this. If, if you are hungry for God, if, you, if you've never met God, but you're saying, look, I believe, I believe what they're talking about is for me, then right now just pray this with me and just say, just say, Father, I just ask for you to come and fill me. Jesus, I ask you to be my Lord, my Savior right now. Save me. I just ask to have relationship. I'm hungry to know something real. I'm hungry to know and have something genuine in my life. I'm tired of playing the games, of, of living the, the facade of, of life. And, and everybody may look at me and say that things are going well, but they're, they're really not. I know that I don't have it together. You, Father, are the one that has the answers. Right now, I give my life. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the director of my life. You are the director of my life. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you took everything that was on me bad, took it on you, died with it, and I believe that God brought, it, brought you back to life. And when he raised you up, he raised me up with you. Lord, you're my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us today. Come next week and have a great, great week. Thank you guys so much for Thank being here. Us. Thank you for being a part with us and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.